it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Activity uh, for the week so far. Steele, start with you. Sorry, man. Okay. Uh, gosh, uh, it's been a fun week so far. Um, I feel like as a team, we haven't really done, uh, we haven't really gone out as much because we've just really been preparing for the game. But as far as activities, I think, uh, I think going to the College Football Hall of Fame, that was pretty fun, just seeing past Buckeyes and what they've been able to contribute to uh, Buckeye Nation, just football as a whole. It's been pretty cool. And then um, being able to uh, play Family Feud and whatever, drop it like a tie, whatever the hell it was called. That was a lot of fun. Um, uh, it's just been really nice just being able to hang out with the team the past three days or so, just being able to bond a lot uh, in a new place for a lot of people. So that's been really fun. Yeah. JT, what about you? What's the highlight of your week? Uh, you know, other than coming out here, uh, it'll probably be the MLK uh, church. You know, just seeing about and talking to somebody who's uh, firsthand there. Uh, you know, just getting to know a lot about the uh, the history from somebody and uh, you know, from meeting Coach Bill Curry. You know, you know, it was just fun to be there with the team and just uh, enjoying the time there. Uh, you know, the big game coming up. I think uh, at the same time we gotta sometimes not worry about it so much to you know have have some free time. Uh, had some downtime, but I say that was a that was a pretty good uh, highlight of my week since being here. Very good, appreciate that. All right, we'll go ahead and open it up for questions. One reminder, uh, just from yesterday, please remember, everybody, remember to silence your cell phones, please, so we can have a good environment. All right, raise your hand. We'll get you a wireless microphone, and let's, I guess we'll start right here in the front row on the right, please. Coach Knowles, when Darnell Washington and Brock Bowers are on the field at the same time. With Brock being so versatile, do you count it as 11 personnel or 12 personnel? Can you explain what that might mean? I mean, I think you have to, because of the versatility, you know, the fact that they can line up tight to the formation and, and wide, you have to prepare for those two tight end sets. You know, and, and you know you're not going to get that all the time. But um, if you're not prepared for that, um, they can do damage from the line of scrimmage. And then you make the adjustments when they move out. But they're certainly dangerous wherever they line up. All right, next we'll go second row on the left. Yeah, Rob Aller, Columbus Dispatch. Jim, when you look at what happened in the last game, do you try to fix – was that a game-specific situation, things that went wrong, or were there deeper issues, and, and how do you differentiate between those and try to fix them in five weeks? Yeah, they're um, – you know, it's a, it's explosive plays, really, uh, what what it came down to and, and really what most football games come down to from a defensive standpoint. Uh, something that we had been very good at when you look at our numbers over the course of the season. So not systematic, just uh, 
too many explosives. You have to look at those on an individual basis, you know, determine what the issue was on that particular play, hold myself accountable for it, you know, if it was a problem with the scheme. The players understand it. Uh, we deal with those as a defense together, you know, because those are the critical factors in, in winning the game. And uh, we talk about them, but we give solutions. All right, next we're going to stay on the left side all the way in the back. Jim, as you look at this Georgia, Dom Tiberi, WBNS-TV, as you look at this Georgia uh, offense, how big of a challenge is this? What are some of the biggest concerns of defending them? Yeah, well, that's a huge challenge. You know, one our guys have worked for all year, um, the versatility of the offense uh, with the multiple tight ends who are extremely talented uh, receivers who can make plays in various ways throughout the field, um, running backs who can attack you both inside and outside, and a quarterback who just does a marvelous job of managing the whole thing. Um, it's a complete offense. You know, it's it's um, developed like an NFL offense, and, and uh, they have a bunch of tools at their disposal. So, you know, we need to be sound across the board and really play hard with great effort. You know, it is still football. And, and that makes a big difference. The effort of the players really makes a big difference. Okay, we're going to go across the aisle on the right. Yeah, Clay Hall, ABC 6, Fox 28 in Columbus. Uh, Coach, first to you, just a similar question. What is the degree of difficulty as you go from Michigan to Georgia? Any similarities? Uh, is this a tougher test? You know, they're, they're – I'm not trying to be cliche, but they're all tough um, – you know, the way I look at it because, you know, our job as a defense is to, is to stop the opponent. You know, the, uh, the stop rate is very important to me, something I think uh, our guys take seriously. And, uh, you know, we've, we've done well in our stop rate over the season. So each team presents different challenges. And, and this is the reigning national champion. So you're talking about um, – a bunch of guys that are going to play at the next level. You're talking about a uh, serious program that has a consistency to it and a multiplicity. So it's a huge challenge, but we need to take it apart piece by piece. That's what that's what we've done. Um, make sure everybody is on the same page and play hard. Right, next, we're going to go with the left side on the third row. Yeah, following up on that, uh, Jim, J.D. Benjamin with the Lantern. Um, you've talked earlier this season about your first season at Ohio State serving as defensive coordinator. It's like the pinnacle of college football, a dream destination and whatnot. I'm, I'm curious from your point of view, just how has it been preparing for the college football playoff at Ohio State for you personally and just your approach and just have you noticed any differences just coaching ahead of the playoff uh, for you now that you're at Ohio State? No, I mean, I really have not taken time to do that. That's not my job. My job is to prepare these guys the best I possibly can for, for the challenge that awaits them. You know, these are the expectations of the Ohio State University. We expected to be here. When I took the job, I knew that it was it, that it would lead to this. So we've made it to this spot, and you don't change what you're doing unless there's a problem. You know, so we certainly know the last game uh, was not how we want to go out. We know there were the issues, and we've addressed them. But otherwise, 
you keep the same course of action. That gives the players confidence. They need to know uh, they have a leader who believes in them and that uh, you know we're, we're going to have a great plan and allow them to play fast. Right, next over here, far right. Uh, Brooks Austin with Dogs Daily. Steel, we'll ask you an easy one. How's it feel to be back in Atlanta? Bless the Trinity, kid. Can I get that one? Uh, uh, it's been fun. I live like 25 minutes away. Uh, it's just been really nice just having a close proximity to home, just uh, having a lot of people from my family being able to come out to the game. They usually can't. Um, uh, it's just been nice. I try to show everyone around. Couldn't get into the aquarium. That sucked. Um... My dog's pretty close. That'll be fun to see him whenever the game's over. I think it's just it's just really nice being able to come home, play in a place that's familiar to me before I got into college. I think that'll be really fun. All right, next we'll go here, front row, far left. Hey, Justin Felder, Fox 5 Atlanta. Steele, I'm going to follow up on that. You, right. you, <laughs> you figured it was coming. You got some experience in this building with VT. Uh, what are your memories of playing inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium? And I know it's a business trip for you guys, but is it going to feel a little different in your hometown and in a building you've been in before? Uh, yeah, I think my experience, it was like 50-50. We lost one year, one another. But, I mean, uh, it's going to be really fun. Uh, what's it called? I think, I think something for me that I take into account is that um, it's just a beer stage. So I don't really like to dwell on the games in the past because this is a lot bigger deal, honestly, to me and uh, to all the guys around me. So I try to forget about the past, just try to move forward, think about this game coming up as just something bigger than what I've been used to in the past. Staying on the left over here. Yeah, for JT and Steele, this is Steve Howwagon with uh, 24-7 Sports, Bucknuts in Columbus. Uh, Stets have been at, uh, I think it was maybe the Tennessee game, he broke contain and, and – juke the guy and got the ball into the end zone and just how important will it be as the players uh, to, to get pressure on him and to not allow him to break contain and, and keep plays alive like that. JT, let's start with you. Uh, you know, Sesame is a great player, a great quarterback. I think we should have to, you know, just do our job and trust in each other. Um, you know, there's some times where you can be very elusive and I think we just have to stick to the game plan and, and just uh, trust one another and do our job. Yeah, I think it just comes down to doing your job. Just trust the guy next to you that uh, whatever his assignment is, he's going to get it done. And, uh, yes, that's a benefit. He's a great player. He's got this weird little dead leg thing he does that's annoying uh, whenever he's out in open space. But, I mean, he's a he's a great player, and I think he's going to take 11 guys to really uh, stop him and stop that entire offense. All right, we're going to take the next question over here on the left. It's Justin Holbrock, NBC4 in Columbus. Jim, you mentioned just going off that question of how hard it is to contain quarterbacks, even going back to that Toledo game of – trying to track a guy that can move around the pocket and emulating that in practice. I wonder how you prepare for that for a quarterback as talented as that's an instant throwing but also making it happen with legs. You work on it all the time, you know. Um, but it, like I've always said, it's a balance. You know, you don't want to hold your rushman back. I mean, you want those guys to be able to go. But you have to operate with fundamentals, you know, with the knowledge of how this guy likes to uh, scramble or at least create room for himself and where he moves to. So, you know, you establish game plans and, you know, you show your guys and you illustrate it. But at the same time, you, you don't want them holding back. So, you're right, I mean, it's, it's part of the game. It happens at all levels. Um, some guys scramble more than others. But if 
you're going to be effective in your pass rush, you got to be able to go. You just have not have to have knowledge of the scenes and and uh, you know operate on multiple le- levels and have other players with eyes. You know that's important to eyes on him to be able to uh, react to the scramble. Staying a little bit back, all the way back left. Jim Domtaberry, WBNS TV. You talked about the explosive plays. Uh, a lot has been written about basically five plays. If you've studied this, uh, did it come down to those five plays in your mind? Yes. <laughs> well said. Okay. That's what we're going to go here. And, and I love you, Don. You know that. Yeah, uh, Brooks Hospital Dogs Day. JT, uh, not often you see football teams rotating tackles. Uh, how rare is it, I guess, and how do you go about studying maybe seeing three different guys out there between Broderick, Amarius, and perhaps Warren McClendon? Uh, I think it all starts with preparation. Uh, just being ready for whatever is going to be thrown at you. Uh, you know, great group of guys, great tackles. I think we just have to, you know, stay poised and just, and just be ready for the changes. Right here, fourth row on the left, please. Coach Caleb Spinner, Scarlet Gray Sports Radio. Knowing how different you set up your scheme than any other team in college football, how much of preparing for Georgia is looking at film from previous games, for example, the SEC Championship against LSU, and how much is going to be feeling them out in the first half? It's a good question. I mean, it, 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 um, you're always going to take a lot from, from what you've seen, and, and you, you have a chance to piece a lot of things together. Um, to have an idea, you know. But you're right, it's it's all a guessing game when it comes to coaching and preparing it. You look at what they've done they've done, you look at they look at what you've done and you're trying to predict and guess, okay. But meanwhile you both sides are coming up with different game plans. So a lot of it, uh, like you mentioned, is about adjustments and determining their attack early on, and they'll be looking at us the same way. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We have it over here? Nope. Nope. All right. Next question. Where are we going next? Okay. We are going here. Yeah. Uh, Coach, Steve Howell with uh, 24-7 Sports. Uh, the two plays that Michigan made to the tight end, it seemed like your, your safeties may have been caught looking into the backfield on those two plays, one for a long touchdown, the other for an important fourth down conversion. I guess just what those are veteran players that you had in those situations. Just uh, what happened in those two instances and what have you, I guess, done to preach discipline in this last month or so so those type plays don't happen again? Yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> nothing's perfect in the in this game. Um, 
If it was, we'd be playing on a computer, but we're still dealing with humans. So when things go wrong, as you mentioned, uh, and you got great players and really, really good young men, I think if any fans or alums of Ohio State would recognize just the kind of quality of people that we have in the program, they'd be really proud. So you look at the things that you're talking about and you say, well, okay, he's, he's a... He's a really good player, he's a really good kid, and something went wrong. So people want to point blame, and that's where it comes back to me. I mean, it's definitely, you know, our players, they are always trying to play their best. So now it's up to me. It's, I think it's easy in the cop out as a coach to say, well, that guy blew this particular play, or he didn't get it right, and I coached him on that. Well, I didn't. I didn't do a good enough job. If, it, if he didn't show up in the game doing it right, then uh, the fingers need to be pointed back to me and they say, okay, what did I call? Why did I call it? Why did we not finish that play right? And, and you know, those are the things that keep me up at night and just keep working on it and grinding on it. And when you have a team and a bunch of good guys and people don't point fingers at each other, you know, we all just get in it together. You own it. You accept the accountability for it, and you you work to get better every day. And um, that starts with me. All right, we'll take our next question right here in the third row on the right. Coach Anthony Dasher with UGASports.com. Uh, in preparing uh, for George's offense, I was just uh, wondering um, how familiar are you with uh, with Todd Monk? If y'all uh, passed ever crossed before? <laughs> I mean, I, I know the Munkin family well. I mean, I don't know Todd that, that well, right? We've crossed, but uh, Jimmy Munkin, but it's a big coaching family. Jimmy Munkin was in my fraternity at Cornell. He's not a coach, but his dad was, and, you know. So it's a big coaching family. Um, he certainly does a great job. And you go back to all his stops. And he did a great job at Oklahoma State. And so we have that in common. I don't know him well, but I know people that know him, you know, everybody knows each other professionally, just have a lot of respect for what he does. Next question. Right, back to the front row here on the right. Yeah, Coach Knowles, I guess just how difficult is it when the run game is, is effective for Georgia and then also all their play actions built off of it and all looks similar? I guess, Steele, you can answer as well. When you're a linebacker, how, how's that run game impacted, you know, maybe your, your uh, pass drop, where you're supposed to be off the play action? Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, no, go ahead, Steve. Um, I mean, yeah, it's certainly hard. I mean, um, they certainly bait you with a lot of play-action plays. I think at the end of the day, it's just uh, just uh, following your eyes, just knowing your keys, knowing where you're supposed to be in what kind of situations. I think it's just um, it's just having discipline, I think, being able to play both the run and then also the play-action. No, it's uh, – I mean, that's what – complete offenses do to you. I mean, that's what they try to put you in conflict. You know, that's the whole idea of, of uh, an offense that's complete and total and, um, you know, has different tools and targets and, and ways to ways to keep you off balance, and, and they do a great job of it. Oh, we got time for a few more. Next questions? All right, let's go. Okay, right here. Yeah, uh, uh, Jacob Andrew for Lansing for Steel and Jimbo. Uh, we talked about Chip Train yesterday, and you talked about just returning to the state of Ohio where you grew up, 
playing running back and linebacker, just the pride he had in getting to wear the scarlet and gray for a team that he grew up in this state of. Just how have you noticed his, just the way he's prideful of playing for Ohio State in his home state coming back to Ohio? How have you both noticed that and just the way he's embraced uh, the culture at the end of the program? Yeah, I mean, I, I love Chip. I mean, as soon as he came in, he was just a huge, just big ball of energy for everybody. He's just a really great, upstanding guy. Uh, he's just been able to do whatever he can for the team, uh, going from linebacker to running back, sometimes going to linebacker. He's just a good guy. He's a team guy, and, I mean, I think he's a big reason why we are where we are this year. Just guys like that, just being selfless, just doing whatever it takes to uh, get to the highest level, which yeah, great kid. I'm with, I'm with Steel, you know. I'm afraid we might have lost him for good to running back. I don't know, but, uh, you know, he's he's uh, just a lot of fun to be around. And like you said, you, you can sense that he's really happy to be home. And, uh, you know, we all cheer for him on, on, on offense and because he's just a good guy. Left side all the way back. Hi, Dom Tiberi, WBNS-TV again. For all you guys, uh, how anxious are you to get back on the field against uh, this football team? And will this defense, Jim, do you detect an edge with your guys going into this game? We're anxious. I mean, the guys, um, they have an edge. I know we're, they're grateful for the opportunity to be playing on the biggest stage um, and, and really just uh, want to go out and play their best. And, you know, they're just – Hardworking, determined, have fun with it, but really focused, <clears throat> really focused on it. I can sense that in our players. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a month since we played. But I mean, uh, you can tell even in practice, everyone's got a chip on their shoulder. And, I mean, uh, JT gave a rousing speech right before we got into playoffs, gave me goosebumps. But, I mean, I think from then on, it's just like everyone's just been really serious as to uh, what we plan on doing. And so the last month of practice, everyone's been going at it full tilt, uh, and I think that you can really see this on Saturday. JT? Uh, yeah, I mean, you pretty much hit on everything. Uh, just being motivated, just staying patient, patiently waiting for uh, Saturday to come, but yeah, in, in the meantime, just got to continue working. Right, we got time for maybe one or two more. Any final questions? JT, you got anything you, you want to share about the speech? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty much just uh, at that time. I think it was very, uh, you know, it was a very uncertain time. Uh, no one knew if we were going to get in, but I think it was just more of just, you know, everybody got to stay ready and hold each other accountable. Uh, all the more that we talk about with the team just has to be displayed at this moment. Uh, telling them that, uh, you know, shared a, a speech where, or a, uh, Pretty much a testimony where you know humans might plan the course, but God plans the steps, and you know we just got to trust in His plan. And you know there's a reason for all this happening. We just got to keep trusting in Him, and uh, you know believing in Him, and you know blessing. We are blessed that we are here, and now we just gotta we gotta keep going. All right. Any final questions? Last chance. All right. I see none. Thank you, John.
Continuing with Ohio State defense, we're now joined by linebacker Tommy Eichenberg, defensive end Jack Sawyer, and safety Latham Ransom. Uh, for the players, just a kind of quick opening statement. We'll just go down the road, starting with you, Tommy. Talk about, uh, you know, there's been a lot of events that you guys have had a chance to enjoy this week. What's, what's the highlight of the week for each of you? Uh, <clears throat> there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of things that we, we've got to do. Um, we're going to Martin Luther King site so the school. Um, there's another thing as well too. I forget. But uh, it was, it's been a good time, so I'm really uh, happy to be here. Jack? Yeah, like you said, uh, you know, being able to go to the MLK site and learn all that history was awesome. And then also the, the drop it like a top, rolling at our uh, dinner with Georgia was really fun too. I think uh, the highlight for me was I think getting to step into a, a stadium for the first time and see what we're playing at. Um, definitely my biggest highlight and uh, a lot of juice and excitement uh, for Saturday. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll go right to questions. Raise your hand. We'll get a microphone to you. All right, start here. Midway back on the left, please. Justin Holbrock, NBC4. Lathan, just for you guys, what are the lessons learned coming out of that Michigan loss and putting it behind you while also maintaining what happened and how to fix it? for this Georgia game, pretty similar offense, if not better? Um, at the end of the day, I think our biggest lessons were just to do your job, um, not try to do too much, and then I'm just, when the play is called, everyone needs to do their job and execute at, at the highest level, and those plays don't happen, but we're all focused on Georgia now, so that's, uh, that's where our minds are. Next question. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All the way back to the left. Hi, guys. Dom Tiberi, WBNS-TV. 
for all three of you guys, just how big of a challenge is this as you look at this Georgia football team, and uh, what's the biggest concerns in defending them in your mind? Uh, I'd say, uh, you know, overall, just a, a great offense. Uh, you know, they can do a lot with the ball. Um, and I think that's, that's a, you know, it's hard to defend, but, you know, it comes down to us. So. Yeah, I just think they got a, you know, better quarterback, obviously. He's, you know, a great player. they got a really athletic offensive line, too. So I think they, uh, they like to play their offensive line strength, how athletic they are, and being up front with a lot of stuff they do. And, uh, you know, having a better quarterback is good. That's a better, you know, brings a lot of challenges as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think he does a great job of getting the ball into the playmaker's hands. does a great job of taking what the defense gives him. I think they do a, a good job of motion, shifts. So at the end of the day, like Tommy said, it's up to us. Uh, everyone just needs to be on the same page um, and to execute their job, and I think we'll be good. Okay, right here. Right. Yeah, Jack, Brooks Austin with Dogs Day. I'm just curious. You mentioned the versatility, all the athletic movements. I'm assuming you're talking counter and things like that. Does that ever slow your rush when you know that, hey, I could be getting kicked right now. I could be getting wrapped. Things could be happening to me in the run game. I need, I need to maybe hold up with my pass rush. Yeah, you know, I think it's, it's something to keep in the back of the mind, your mind a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say it slows you down. Uh, it's just kind of that, that thing, you know, every time you get off the ball, you could be coming and get kicked out. And I uh, just got to necessarily be ready for it. And uh, we have to, tra- to transition in the pass quickly and transition into kicking that guard, that, that guard tackle out, coming to get you quickly, too, if, uh, if it presents itself. So. Katie Capusta with Spectrum News right here. Guys, it's been over a month since you guys have played. Can you just all explain the emotions, maybe anxiety, excitement, heading into finally getting back on the field and maybe proving some of the doubters wrong after that Michigan loss? Uh, yeah, we're really excited. Uh, this past, <clears throat> past month, practicing really hard and uh, yeah, really excited to get back out there. Jack? Yeah, I think definitely after uh, you know that loss we took uh, late November, you know, we've all been very eager to get out back out on the field and uh, just prove everybody wrong and prove ourselves right. And so we're looking forward to, you know, step on that field Saturday night. Yeah, I agree. Everyone's excited. Um, I mean, this is an opportunity, an opportunity to show what our defense is really about and how good we really are. So I think we couldn't be looking forward to it more. All right, one more time all the way back left. Hi, Jack. I'm Tiberi, WBMS-TV. Is this an angry defense? We, we, I mean, Obviously, there's a lot of people, and some of your teammates said it's it's Ohio State against the world. Is is, is this something you guys have embraced? Yeah, you know, 100. Uh, percent You know, we feel like it's always been Ohio against the world. We feel like that's never going to change. And so, uh, you know, throughout this whole this whole month of bull prep, uh, you know, our defense has been playing very pissed off in practice. I think the whole team as a whole has been, and uh, I think that's where we need to be. And uh, like I said, we're just really really focused and really eager to get back on the field uh, Saturday night. Okay, far left over here. Doug Robertson, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Y'all talk about the versatility of Georgia's offense. How do the tight ends that Georgia has make y'all's challenge that much more difficult? I think uh, they're good in the run, but they're also good in pass, too, so they're very uh, versatile. Yeah, Tommy hit on the, the button there. I think they're really versatile and, uh, you know, the way they can, you know, bring them out in the backfield and do different, you know, route combinations uh, really makes it difficult to, to defend. 
and uh, it gives you a bunch of different looks. And, uh, you know, they got three good ones, too, so uh, they're always rotating, bringing another guy in here and there. And so I think it just, you know, it, it, pro, it poses a good challenge, and, uh, you know, I think we're up for it. Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, when you're looking at um, both them tight ends, they uh, present different challenges and they're different types of tight ends. So when you're looking at them if, if, and if you happen to be uncovering one or covering the other, you just got to know um, what you're getting and, uh, and what this tight end likes to do. So I think that's, that's the challenges they present. Go next front row on the right. Uh, Evan Kroll with Dogs Daily, and this goes for all three of you. Are you guys tired of talking about the Michigan game? Yeah. 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 All right, I think we have a consensus there. We'll move on from Michigan. We have, we have one over here on the left. All right, we're going to go fourth row on the left. Caleb Spinner, Chicago Prince Sports Radio. Lathan, knowing the particular focus on the safety position and the defensive secondary in general for Ohio State, do you feel that a lot of eyes are on you to perform well against Georgia? I mean, playing for Ohio State, there's a lot of eyes on you at all times and uh, a lot of critics and a lot of people that, that uh, have some stuff to say. But at the end of the day, that's what you come to Ohio State for. You come to Ohio State for big games like this to play great players that we're about to play. So I think that we're just excited for the opportunity. We have another one on the left, maybe. Yeah. Okay, let's go over here on the right. <coughs> Clay Hall, uh, ABC6, Box 28 in Columbus. Guys, uh, Kevin Wilson uh, yesterday said uh, this isn't a bowl week, it's playoff week. Describe the difference. Is, uh, is it a different uh, sense of urgency? <coughs> Can you put that into words? Yeah, we're playing uh, for the national championship. Uh, you know, we're not. It's different than uh, last year. We were in the Rose Bowl, and that was our last last game of the season. But, you know, we're playing for another game. Yeah, kind of like Tommy said, it's just a completely different mindset. You know, I think when you're going to a bowl game with no implications of the national championship, that, you know, it really doesn't ride as much <coughs> on the line. There's not as much ride on the line. So uh, when you're coming to the playoffs like we're in right now, uh, you know, everything's on the line uh, every day. And uh, you're competing for a national championship. Yeah, I agree. Like, like you said, everything's on the line. Um, this, this is one of our, this is our biggest main goal that we said when coming to Ohio State uh, out of our three goals, and we have a chance to, to achieve it. So there's uh, nothing to lose. All right, still have time for a few more. Next question. All right, while they're, while they're thinking about that, I'll, a question I like to ask you guys. Uh, I know you guys have seen a ton of Georgia film over the last several days and weeks. Uh, what team do they remind you of from the Big Ten? I know offensive styles are different, but what's, what's the closest approximation to a Big Ten team that you play? Uh, I probably wouldn't say uh, anyone really. Um, you probably want me to say uh, some team, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to force you to. So, all right, what, what, what about you, Jack? Uh, I'll just say scheme-wise and uh, the way they use your tight ends and whatnot, uh, Penn State, probably, what I said. Yeah, uh, I feel like I don't know the answer to that, but I'm going to just say Penn State, too. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, last chance. Are you, you going to say Penn State? Yeah, Penn State. Okay, Penn State. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Unanimous. All right, guys, a couple more. Where are we going next? 
right, back to the front row on the right. Yeah, Tommy, Dogs David, any uh, future speaking arrangements? You seem like you enjoy this type of media engagement. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Good questions out of this front row right here, I can tell you about it right now. Anybody want to talk about Michigan anymore? All right, that's a no. All right, back over here on the right. Just curious, in the last month, have you felt back home more uh, support or, oh, you guys messed it up, et cetera, et cetera? Is it, uh, what is the feeling that you get from Buckeye Nation right now? Um, <clears throat> I'd say, you know, just it, being on the team, it's, uh, we really just keep within, in the building. Um, and it's, uh, you know, we, we play for play for each other in the building, too, and obviously to, for Buckeye Nation as well, too. But uh, we really just try to stay in the building and uh, have each other's back and, you know, just try to get better. Yeah, I just think we, uh, we try not to, to look at any of the positive or negative things that fans or media has to say and uh, just, just focus on each other and coming to work every day and getting better and uh, staying within the building. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, we stay in the Woody and whatever's said outside the Woody, like you said, positive or negative, shouldn't affect us. Um, we're here and here for each other, here for the brotherhood. And I think that's that's all that really matters. Hi, guys. Dom Tiberi again, WBNS TV. Sometimes adversity brings the team tighter together. Uh, the brotherhood, we hear often you guys talk about that. How, how has that been the last month and, and the circle of wagons kind of keeping everything? You guys said you, you, you kind of stayed in the woodies, but what's that been like, and has it made this team tighter, this defense tighter? It's definitely made this uh, <clears throat> this team tighter. Just, um, you know, we were down for a little bit, um, and then, you know, we all, we all came back together, right? And we got stronger, and, um, you know, we have each other, and you know, that's all we need. So. Yeah, I just think you, you find out who's really there with you when, uh, when things aren't going well. And, uh, when you know, when things didn't go our way, we still had each other. And uh, it was big, you know, just being able to lean on each other through that time. And, and you know, we got, you know, a second chance of life, so to speak, uh, with the playoffs, you know, which I thought we deserved to be in anyway. But, um, you know, just it just, you know, we just – Got that much tighter, and uh, you know, the last month of practice has been really great. You know, the whole team, offense and defense, and so uh, definitely thought about the adversity. You know, brought us a lot closer together through that past month. Yeah, I agree. Like you said, I think the adversity brought us uh, together, and then for the last month we've been competing against against our offense, like like it's camp. So um, we've been competing against the, the best offense in the country all the, every day. So the defense is excited, and. Uh, you don't you don't get looks like that very often, so it brings the team together, and uh, I think by competing also brings us together even more. Halfway back on the left, Justin Bullrock and BC4. Uh, Layton, you mentioned walking into the stadium for the first time. Georgia has the advantage of having played here before and also playing on this stage before. Uh, for any of you, how do you not let the moment be too overwhelming and try to get comfortable in a position that you haven't been in before, where Georgia has been here before? Uh, I think. Like I said earlier, when you, when you sign to come to Ohio State, you sign for games like this and opportunities like this. And I think that, I mean, the almost I mean, considering us the underdog, being the underdog, I think we should 
take pride in that. I mean, for me personally, I've been an underdog my whole life, and so I almost prefer sometimes being an underdog. Yeah, I don't, I don't really think that, uh, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say they played an environment like this, and we haven't. Uh, I think that every game that we play, there's 110,000 in our stadium and uh, anywhere we go. So I think that, you know, we'll, we're very well prepared, you know, to walk in that stadium and, uh, you know, play on the stage. And uh, I think a lot of guys on the team have, have played in this stage before. And so, uh, you know, we're really excited to get in there and uh, kick that ball off Saturday. Yeah, just really excited to get, get out there. Uh, you know, be a, a good good turnout, so we're excited. All the way back left. Yeah, uh, a lot has been made of this Georgia offense uh, and some advantages they may have. Where do you guys, and this is for all of you, uh, where do you guys think you may have some advantages? Uh, everywhere. Um, you know, I think it just comes down to, you know, all of us just doing our job, and if we do that, we have a really good chance. Yeah, I agree with Tommy. I think we got, you know, advantages, you know, across the board on both sides of the ball. And, uh, we just got to, you know, go out there and execute. Yeah, I agree. I think it just comes down to, to doing your job and executing at the next level. I think we should be fine. Hey, guys. Uh, Kevin Noon, Buckeye Huddle. I know you're 100% focused on uh, Georgia in this game, but there is another national semifinal going on, TCU and uh, another team. How much are you paying attention to that? Do you have a prediction on that game? Yeah, we're not paying attention to that game at all. We're Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.